quite good Canadian talk. Hello everybody, welcome back to Canadian Talk, episode 6. We're here again, and... Oh yeah, that's the other camera. I'm thinking, oh, I got you on that camera angle, but that's camera angle too. Okay. Alright, let's start this fire. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. If anybody's tuning in right away, we'll get this fire started. And... Uh, yeah, I was so excited to do this podcast. Um, I was supposed to have the guys from Bad Ideas, Good Stories on, but I uh, got a little bit sick, and this is a recording after I got a, felt a little bit better. And um, yeah, they're a podcast, local podcast here in the city. Very funny. A couple of biker guys that just talk stories. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to have them on probably next week. And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I woke up this morning. On my way to the bathroom, sneezed, shit myself. Just on my way to the bathroom, sneezed, poop fell out of my butt, onto the floor. And I was like, okay, what do I do now? And, uh, oh my god, it was so embarrassing. So that was uh, pretty much why... <laughs> pretty much why I had a bit of a rough morning this morning. Uh, thought I had the COVID, but I guess not. Uh, <laughs> how you been doing, Brandon? Yeah, there's been some crazy shit going on, man. There's what you would call civil unrest in uh, the United States. There is literal riots in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is where they filmed Mighty Ducks. So there's been quite a shift in the social social paradigms going on over there. Riots, they burnt down their police station. Not so funny. Not so funny. <clears throat> so what else is there to talk about? Um... Blank right off the bat. That's not good. George Floyd. Yep. Yep. Just a bunch more sad stuff. Bunch more sad stuff. Um. Man, I'm trying to keep the podcast not sad, mm. but it's like it's hard not to just talk political right off the bat with all the shit going on. Like, you know, you could probably stretch some sort of funny out of the Jimmy Kimmel situation with the blackface because he's everybody's talking about it because he's like the nicest guy in the world mm -hmm. and then somehow people are still managing to jump on him because of there's even more racial unrest now because of the George Floyd thing there was already with the coronavirus you know and it's just it's not helping it's not helping that the coronavirus is happening when something like that happens um what the heck was that um Yeah, so I, I really, um, but yeah, I'm excited to be back for another episode uh, and to keep doing this. It's been going really well. Um, but man, is the world in a sad place right now. It's kind of hard to do a comedy podcast when the world is in such a bad place, you know, um, well, 
I mean, the funny thing is, though, I guess for us, is uh, my life hasn't changed a whole lot. I don't know how much your life has changed because I guess you weren't able to, you weren't able to travel home because of the border closings. So that's pretty important for you. Um, so that's a big, big effect for you. But it's kind of it says a lot about my lifestyle when I, uh, my life has not changed at all from from this quarantine. I, that's I'm quite the shut in, I guess. Pretty much doing the same things that I always do, playing video games, just sitting around the house. <clears throat> Can you toss me a few more pieces of wood for this fire? That's, that's, that's good. Been, uh, do you know who? Do you know who Norm Macdonald is? No, he's a a really funny comedian. Um, I've been loving his shit lately. Uh, oh, I, you know what? I was gonna save that joke for the guys from Bad Ideas. Yeah, I'll tell you one of them. So it's a. I, I think you heard it in the living room already, but I'll tell it just for anybody out there. This is one of Jerry Seinfeld's best jokes. Uh, it is kind of more of a word problem than it is a joke. But, uh, so it's a Jewish joke. Um, essentially, uh, the joke goes, a Gentile businessman uh, calls his mom because he had a supper booked for the evening with some family. So he calls her up and he says, Mom, I can't make it to the supper. I'm really sorry. I know it's only an hour beforehand, but I can't make it. And uh, she replies, okay. And that's the end of the joke. <laughs> So essentially the joke is, is if somebody Jewish in the room, they know what Gentile means and they know that, because Gentile is a word that nobody knows what it means. It's like, it should just mean you're gentle. I, I assume that as well. Then apparently Gentile, it has some sort of a religious, it adds a religious undertone to it. And it means not Jewish, which doesn't make any sense. But apparently Jewish people always know that. And Jewish people love to tell that, that joke where they just do some variation of a, uh, of something where, a Jewish person, a Jewish person, Jewish person, uh, <laughs> would know that the reaction wouldn't be the way that the joke is outlining it to be. Like a, a Jewish mother would never react like that. I'm not Jewish also, so I maybe shouldn't be telling Jewish jokes. But uh, Or like, let's say, two Gentiles walk are walking down the street uh, and they run into each other and they say, oh, how's business been? And they say, great. Because that would also never happen. But then see, what happens is if you have some non-Jewish people in the room... So this is the, I love to explain this because nobody would understand this. If you have some non-Jewish people in the room, they'll assume that Gentile means Jewish, but it actually means not Jewish. Mm. So the non-Jewish people out of, what would you call that? Cultural, they, I guess they're trying to be culturally appropriating of the Jewish people in the room. So they'll laugh at what they think is the Jewish joke, but it's actually a non-Jewish joke, mm. you know? So, and then that's what makes it funny for the Jewish people is because they, they see the non-Jewish people laugh at it and they go, do you not know what Gentile means? So, that's the stupidest joke ever. But apparently that's how Jerry Seinfeld got, uh, that's a joke he did. Do you know who Larry David is? Yeah. That's apparently how he got Seinfeld. Really? Not a part of it, you know, obviously. He probably had a, the rest of his personality, but... 
Yep. Oh. Can you pass my phone over there? I got my list on there. <clears throat> yeah, I couldn't I couldn't believe that. One funny thing was I guess I'll just I'll just straight up outline it. I've been and it makes me feel a little bit strange because I feel like I'm some sort of a witch or something. Because so I uh I've recently started this podcast and my name is Stefan Jackson. So then obviously I was looking up other people with my name and other people with podcasts. So I've just been all over the internet looking at that kind of shit. And then, um, so I obviously found a person, another person that has a podcast with the same name as me almost. And he's also really famous, okay? He's like an old NBA player. Uh, he's retired. His name is Stefan Jackson, spelt with an E in Stefan. So, so, but I knew about him from about two months ago when I started this podcast. So this guy, this random NBA player, followed him. I did, you know, he's just an old NBA player, which they usually like old football players, old fighters. They usually have like head injuries and they just kind of drift away. He has a podcast called Up and Smoke. Stefan Jackson has a podcast called Up and Smoke. And um, if I'm not mistaken, George Floyd, not only is Stefan Jackson friends with George Floyd, George Floyd has been on Up in Smoke, the podcast. So, uh, I've been following this guy for about two months, and now all of a sudden this happens where Stefan Jackson gets pro propelled to the top of social discourse, and uh, and uh, right there with George Floyd because apparently they're friends. Apparently, like a couple of months ago, Stefan Jackson sent George Floyd like some some helping material. I don't want to talk too much about the deal because I don't know too much, but I I like George Floyd was separating from his wife and you know was traveling that's why he was traveling and that's what ended up in the arrest and Stefan Jackson had sent him some food in like a food package and all this kind of shit but it was weird to have these names come into my sphere of existence two months before this George Floyd thing happens which ends up being do you know what the Rodney King beatings is it was like 1980s and it was the beatings of an African-American guy that they caught on some shitty camera angle. Um, that they ca they caught on some shitty camera angle and, you know, it got a bunch of officers fired. And it was really the first uh, injustice of beating by police officers that was caught on camera and prosecuted. And um, this, this just because of how bad that video was, and I, I, you know, I do want to get your input on this. Like, so after I finish this, this video, you seen the video? Of him getting strangled? Yeah. I'm just going to call it that. Because that's what he was getting was strangle. And um, there was already two other police officers on him. So, yeah, if you've seen the video. Oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that that man. It is it is as bad or worse than the Rodney King beatings. Like, to, to have that slow suffocation of the of the, the perpetrator on video right like that was bad. And and then that was really bad. And so I think it's it's honestly, it's going to cause a lot of civil unrest. The riots are only starting in the one state right now. But I also heard, is Seattle in Minnesota? Is, is it Seattle, Minnesota? Or what state is Seattle in? Do you know? I think Minnesota. I heard of some, yeah, look that up. I heard of some some riots going on in Seattle too, which is a beautiful city. So, city of 
Washington State. Washington, which is obviously right, yeah, right by there. So, yeah, I heard of riots there too. And I guess it would make sense that there's there's riots there because that's where the Capitol building is, kind of stuff. Like not in Seattle, but in 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 Washington State, right? Washington. Or not Washington State? Oh, Seattle, Washington State, which is on the west. Seattle is, I think, it, I thought, north, is northeast west. or northwest. Capitol is southeast. Okay. Because I think it's in Virginia. Okay. My yeah, my my American geography is bad. I know that Washington State is is on the west coast by Vancouver. Yeah. And then, um. Then there's Washington, the capital city, which is where the capital building is, which is on the East Coast. I never understood why they did that. Why would they do that? I have no idea. No idea. That's so stupid. Um, they must have thought it was their most beautiful state. So they're like, hey, let's name our, our capital city after our most beautiful state. That's that's an idea. Um, so, uh, yeah, the suffocation on the video. And man, to draw some parallels, this was my worst thing. This is what really hit me when I was watching the video was... Anybody who's seen Saving Private Ryan or any of those war type movies, uh, have you seen Saving Private Ryan? When when they get killed and they have like the gut scenes where the guts are all falling out, and then like they always make the actors yell like for their moms and stuff. It was so sad to see. Like not only was George Floyd begging for his life, he was he he was begging for his life, telling them that he couldn't breathe, and then at near when he was dying, he did the thing that they do in movies. I assume you watch the whole video at the end when he's dying dying he calls for his mom it's like mama Ma. it's fucking so sad so anyway and then the kneeling thing there's a bunch of people like because memes are such a fucking thing people that are doing the, they're bringing kaepernick back up to the top and they're like doing memes where they have kaepernick kneeling beside have you seen all the stuff with the kneeling with kaepernick kneeling in a meme beside the cop kneeling on the guy suffocating him and it's like this is why it's horrible um yeah like just i i i was i was up i'm glad they changed the the charge from from second degree murder to third degree murder because now at least i because i was worried at first because i thought they were going to try to just maybe do a second degree murder trial for about a year two years however long it typically takes and then they were going to let him off because they probably couldn't convict under second degree murder because he was working as a federal person but they changed it to third degree. I thought they should have done manslaughter, but they should get this guy in jail for 10 or 12 years. <sighs> but I don't understand why they're rioting. Because he's in jail already. People are being prosecuted. Why the riots? It'll happen again. It'll happen again. Yeah. That's why. So they just... So people, the, the populace thinks they just need to raise shit. And, uh... And, you know... It's, uh... It's because how many times has a African-American man been, you know, There's I don't want to say, a, yeah, it's, it's happened a lot. And I, I, well, this one is, I mean, there's videos of like, um, they'll have African-Americans in cars, police officers will show up with guns. They would tell him, you know, get out of the car. He's a, you could see him completely complying and they're still holding a gun on him. I ha you see him with his hands Put up. The it's, Put the gun away. There's no, th it's, they're just trying to get him to react. It's really, they want a reason and it sucks that it's happening. Um, I personally don't agree with the rioting, but I do agree something different needs to be done. I don't think the riots is the answer because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of videos online about target being raided. 
and the whole store is completely destroyed what's that gonna do that doesn't that's not gonna stop racism i can tell you that right now the only thing happening is you're encouraging it and you're just poking you're just you're really poking the bear because yeah. more cops that'll are gonna be like mad. That'll lead to more systemic racism. it's writing is not the answer i do agree something should be done but writing isn't yeah. really it shouldn't be the answer many, i haven't watched too many riot videos but I've been interested. I want to watch a few. Do you want to know? Oh, yeah, I guess I watched a few this morning. I saw one where this there were cops obviously trying to subdue the rioting. And, uh, hey, geez, they were getting cornered by way more civilians. And the civilians were, they were all up and yeah. kicking him in the nuts. He was right, just trying to stop fights. And the civilians behind him were coming up behind the police officer and kicking him between the legs. Yeah. That is not good. Yeah, not good at all. Fuck. Oh, our fire... Our fire went out. That's alright. That's alright. It'll... I'll open it up. It'll, it'll light back up. Yeah. So what else? Um... USB. And so it's a USB cover that you would um, it's a I think it's a can't remember who made it, but it's um, it's on the Eastern Hemisphere. Um, one of whoever the hell made it, but um, it's supposed to it's three hundred pounds, um, sterling or whatever the European uh, currency is, but um, it's a five G bio shield that experts well experts say it's just a cheap USB drive with a sticker on it and because um you know the whole story of 5g being linked to corona no some people believe in that really yeah oh my uh, god so they think corona. the internet's causing it i you know you know speaking of what causes corona hmm. um is it vaping i wonder about that you know because like there it is just they because i you know i got into some crazy arguments about this stuff but like corona is essentially a strain of a form of the flu yeah. as far as i know and um nobody wants to call it that though but i mean so if the flu has become more respiratory attacking because it's a respiratory type flu wouldn't one just simply assume that it's vaping that's causing that because that's a new form of respiratory intake that people are having yeah and a lot a few of the cases that i've been looking at when when of the young people that have been dying from corona mm. it it uh, it's always they always vape yeah. that's uh, like i i not on everyone that i've seen a lot of times they might just be sickly obese like not not healthy people but sometimes it's it's if it's a healthy one they always vape hmm. which is kind of interesting so i wonder if it has something to do with that i, I don't know theory. yeah never thought of it like that so. yeah so <clears throat> So yeah, that's um, that's kind of what I have to say about the George Floyd thing. <clears throat> oh, it's too bad this fire went out. Maybe like I don't know. Let's just take a second. We'll just take a second and just grab some paper and stuff for the fire and think of some new things to talk about.
Thanks again to Great Western for this wonderful beer. Fuel in the podcast. Dresser to Impressor, which I've been misspelling every single episode. It's not the apostrophe R thing that I was saying. It's Dresser, spelt normally. And then to Impressor, Impress spelt normally, apostrophe E-R. So I was messing that up. Oh man, we're having more. So this was similar to the fail video. We got we got another windy day, so we're getting a lot of smoke coming in through the old flume. I need to get a better guard on there for uh, for blocking the smoke because the wind just. So I got a lot of wind exposure on the one one wall, so it blows a lot of a lot of smoke in through the stack. ignite in a little bit oh yeah so I got I got my list here what else do we got not so sure if the girlfriend is still doing the video she was gonna become a video game streamer yeah, but she's like, yeah, but she's like wavering on that a little bit. Um, she's low for it. I mean, yes, yeah. easy, free, just yeah. Have you heard of the Sons of Odin? Sons of Odin. I don't know. There was this. Apparently, I heard this actually from the Bad Ideas Good, good or Bad uh, <laughs> Bad Ideas Good Stories podcast. They were talking about this. Apparently, last month or last week, there was a, a white supremacist gathering in front of Besbril in our city what? yeah it's called that so fuck those guys so i'll just say that uh yeah george floyd um oh man what else yeah i pooped myself this morning <laughs> good thing was though is okay i'm gonna start just so you know we're at the point now where i'm gonna start saying shit that will just be ridiculous don't judge me for it I was I was naked, so I was glad that the poop didn't hit any clothing. It just fell right onto the floor, so that's good. And there will be it'll get worse, but I'm not going to give you any more disclaimers. It's just going to happen. Hey, uh, there's so many things to talk about. One other thing I wanted to project for some of the episodes coming up is um, um, I'm getting a guy. I'm, I might go to Regina, or I'm getting a a kid from Regina named Taif Ahmed. Uh, I, I don't know if he's the leader of it, but uh, it's it's an organization called You Should Garden. And they're, they're centered out of the U of R. And uh, they've been delivering garden packages to all kinds of people in Regina. And, you know, I don't know if they plan to turn it into a business, but I mean, deliverable gardens that you just pop into somebody's soil in their backyard and then they can water and turn it into their, their garden. And they don't have to do anything other than just okay, water it. A lot of people would have, a lot more people would have gardens if it was that simple. If they could go and just pay $50 and have somebody bring in a garden, not go to a garden store and be like, I want that and that and that and that and that. It's, it's confusing for a lot of people. They just want the basics that are in their fridge. And th these guys, they deliver these garden packages. And uh, they, they've been doing it for charity right now, I think, like for people that are, that are less fortunate during the pandemic, but, which is great. But, uh, you know, I honestly, I think he, that, that that's a business. So I'm bringing this Taif in or I'm to the studio or I'm going to go to him and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, his their organization you should garden out of the uh, U of S um, 
yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a future guest that I'm going to have on. Might be getting Mr. Pittman on again. See if we can get him on there. Mr. Pittman, PhD, the exercise scientist. Might have him on again in the future. Um, uh, what else do I have to talk about today, man? It's only, it's only been 30 minutes. I can't think of anything to talk about. Um, Brooke, do you have your thoughts of um, COVID now being linked um, a blood vessel disease? What? Because um, <coughs> in April, blood clots emerged as a mysterious symptom of COVID, um, coronavirus. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. killing people. Yeah, like they've been having blood clots in the torso area that just kind of causes somebody to die mm. it's like a mutation that's caused by the disease just more deaths yeah <clears throat> what's um so growing up in trinidad uh yeah yeah so i assume you had two parents yep <laughs> two parents um, dad and a mom dad. Yep. yeah um did you ever see them uh what was the uh did you ever see them do anything funny like what was the funniest thing they ever did i could so like your they, parents jokesters or what do they what do they do for a living sorry so my mom is a file manager at a law firm and my dad um i've i don't know the exact title name but it's uh i don't want to say a glorified accountant but he deals with a bunch of numbers but it's it's more than like an accountant like it's I'm just gonna assume he does all the finances for the business. Let's just yep. go with that. Shoot. He's but a finance guy. Okay. He's semi-retired. So law, law and finance, hey. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. So they wouldn't do anything funny then. They must be pretty straight-laced. Um. Yeah. My, my mom like because of how Trinidad is. My mom's more of a jokester, but it's not like like my grandfather's really the jokester. Yep. He the amount of crap he did in his youth. Um, went to the same school as him. Um, he went to Fatima College. My dad went to Fatima College, and then I went to Fatima College. Well, there you go, third generation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he, he was the the jokes of the class. Yeah. Um, my grandfather, my dad, he's more serious. Like he's not really a jokester, but you you could joke with him. Yeah. Like he won't make the jokes, but he will go along with the jokes. Yeah. So and would they be proud of you being a producer? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. they're proud of me anyway. Like, I yeah. can... Yeah, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man. Mumsy jokester is... I can tell you stories of what... Um, I know when I was six years old, I had uh, my aunt. She was house-sitting for her relatives, and it was this huge mansion. Um, it was, like, on the better part of um, where Trinidad is. Mm -hmm. um, so... There is called West Mooring, so they're located there. And we went there, they had a pool, it was my birthday, so I had a little pool party there. Mm -hmm. And my aunt, um, won't call names or anything, but my aunt, she got really drunk at that party. It was a six-year-old party. She got drunk at that party. Oh, She's no. running around. Naked. Oh no. Oh naked? Oh no. Um I like it was good, like it was a it was funny. Yeah. But thinking about that now, I was like, damn, yeah. six-year-old party, you got yeah. drunk at. That's a pretty irresponsible auntie. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we didn't name her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one other thing I wanted to say was a big thank you to the people who got me these shirts. 
So we got, and these are going to be on the merch on the website pretty soon. I may change the logo there. There's just like a picture of, of Ari, who's right there. Uh, so this is the this is the podcast mascot right here. Uh, she's on the, she's on the shirts, and these are going to be on the website for anybody who might be psycho enough to become a fan over the course of the next two years. So um, I'm just going to kind of talk about some of the shit I've been watching lately. Um, I watch a lot of podcasts and uh, I watch the Your Mama's House podcast with Tom Segura. And uh, he also does another podcast called Two Bears, One Cave with uh, his friend there, Bert Kreischer. They're both comedians. Kind of, they do the same thing that I do, kind of. Um, but they're also stand-up comedians, so they have a huge following and they're like, they're 30 years ahead of me. So um, um, Tom is like, he's kind of like this psycho a little bit like people think that he's a bit of a psycho i when I, I wouldn't have agreed he's very funny but um uh he's been getting into it so to bring this back a little bit further actually too because people who like podcasts probably will have listened to these guys podcasts before this one if you're a podcast fan joe rogan's podcast there where he fired brian redban uh because i've been listening to joe rogan ever since episode one all of every episode and they just sold that to Spotify, that shit for like a hundred million dollars. It's kind of funny that all that shit that I've listened to every bit of it, I have it all downloaded, like all 1400 episodes. Now it's worth a hundred million dollars to Spotify. Like, but, but I guess you're, what, what that means though, is it's, it's just a contract that says nobody else can, nobody else can, uh, can sell any of his audio. So now, like any memes, anything, you're going to get sued by Spotify for this is our content. That's what I think is happening. Like he's going on to Spotify's platform solely. So if you're linking something and linking his videos, it has to be through Spotify or you're going to get a copyright violation. So, so, uh, oh, but yeah. So yeah, I've been watching his episodes from the beginning. And uh, I remember in episode about 400 so I was a huge fan, and man, I loved Brian Redban. So I loved him. He was so funny, such a good, uh, such a good producer. And uh, and then they started getting into it, like around episode four hundred. And um, and then they had a spat, and Brian got fired at like episode six hundred, I think. And uh, so, but anyway, so that happens with producers, but. So, and, and honestly, I remember listening to it all and Joe was totally justified because Brian was getting too high and like wasn't pulling stuff up fast enough and was just saying stuff that didn't make sense and disagreeing with Joe when there was no real reason to like what he was saying probably made sense. And Brian was just being a, a dummy. And so Brian kind of got let go. And anyway, Brian had his other, uh, just doing shitloads of just talking about other celebrities here, but then Brian started his whole podcast network, death squad or whatever. So he was good on his own anyway uh which is fine and good but nothing was crazy there joe had problems his producer wasn't performing good enough and fucking so we let him go whereas with tom uh this is what's happened recently and i don't know if anybody else paid enough attention because i watched your mama's house 553 and they didn't even talk about it so you don't watch you don't i watch just for everybody i watch 20 podcasts per week each of them being about three hours. So about 60 hours of podcast per week. So I work 12 hour shifts just listening to podcasts, but I do other stuff and I listen, listen to the podcast while I do it. 
so there's it's pretty much impossible to listen to as many podcasts as me and have the perspective that i have but so anyway i watched the most recent episode of your mama's house and they didn't mention it at all that nadav the producer tom seguro's producer he has several but nadav had a huge black eye and his cheek was all so brown his whole face was brown and most people aren't big enough fans to watch all the different podcasts on two bears one cave the week previous i gotta step one step back so the previous episode of your mama's house before the newest episode of two bears one cave tom and nadav had been getting into some spats nadav wasn't quick enough with pulling shit up and and they were starting they were getting into some spats on the on the podcast and tom was getting insanely pissed but he's a psycho kind of anyway i'm a huge fan but like he's people say that he's a little bit scary so and honestly when i watch the interactions with him and his inferiors like his producers uh, not that producers are inferiors but in most cases but in the podcast setup they are a bit and it's like when i watch him talk with his producers he uh he's so horrible and um so on so so they got into that fight which was tom's fault anyway and then on two bears one cave after after nadav had apologized to tom for the shitty episode with a poem he wrote him a poem of apology and tom said okay cool cool it was all good and then after that on two bears one cave tom was talking about how he he had never elbowed somebody in the face and it was funny like i know they're just trying to go for comedy like oh man i got fucking sawdust in my eye god damn it um so they had they tom was talking about on two bears one cave episode 31 that he had never elbowed somebody in the face and nadav was like hey on the episode nadav so this is published he's like hey man i'll, I'll if you want to elbow somebody in the face i volunteer and tom's like okay man let's talk about it after the podcast and that was when i was like what and um because you, you'd have to hear the poem too the poem was ridiculous it was way too nice it was more of an apology than tom deserved and uh so then most recent episode two days ago of your mama's house of course nadav has a black eye a black cheek a brown face probably got elbowed in the face probably got elbowed in the face yep real bummer real bummer uh Um, another person I'm really excited to have on the podcast that I've reached out to recently is a, a local comedian here in Saskatchewan. Uh, I think she's from Saskatoon. Uh, and I also hope I'm about to quote her name correctly. It's Dakota Ray Hebert or something like that. She has a YouTube channel and uh, she makes mostly skits. She doesn't do long form podcasts like this. Um, she does mostly skits. So uh but yeah they're called warlord and edgelord they're freaking hilarious and uh and she also does uh stand-up which is you know I'm, i don't know I'm gonna, I'm gonna have her on hopefully in the next week or two uh yeah but check out her youtube page uh and um that they do stand-up in people's backyards for 10 or less people right now during the quarantine so like they're they're pretty hardcore grassroots stand-up comedians so that's definitely the type of people that i want to have on this podcast um, so I'm excited to have her on here and, um, yeah, what's the other thing I was going to say about her? I don't know. That's it. 
may have to cut this podcast short because I got something stuck in my eye. We are at 40 minutes already, so that's good. But uh, what else is going on? I mean, we... Oh, no, no, that's okay. Thanks, man. No, I'm okay. Used to with all the sawdust after building this freaking studio. I'm, I'm okay with sawdust for the most part. <clears throat> I hate it. I'm just drawing blanks today. I can't think of what to talk about today. No, you don't have to find anything. I'm just, just let me find it. I'm just trying to think here. What else has been going on? Oh yeah, the uh, with me putting those comments. So I'm learning. I want to talk about how I'm learning a little bit about social media, and how it's an engine for driving confrontation. So uh, I I I don't have a lot of followers on the podcast. And obviously, I'm I'm making these episodes and uh, just going to keep talking about regular kind of social social issues and trying to trying to make laughs wherever I can. Uh, but I recently learned of a new way that I that I now understand what a lot of people do on Facebook by trolling. Like, all you have to do is troll a little bit, and if you even if you're on the side of some crazy people, they will those crazy people will all come and follow your page. If you just like, don't treat them like shit. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. So apparently a good way to grow your, your platform is just to uh, get active on social media and uh, treat, uh, treat trolls with mild respect. <laughs> and then the trolls will all flock to you. Um, Another podcast I've been watching a lot is the Chris Elias podcast. I really don't think that he should be doing solo. It's absolutely falling off. I hope he hears that too because I'm not. He, I, he is not my biggest inspiration. <laughs> you know who Chris Elias is? Um, I don't, but it's a podcast uh, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the, pod, the Congratulations podcast, which is a great podcast. It was good up until about episode 150. And the past 20 episodes have been horrible. It's like listening to a guy that has Tourette's or like a guy not against anybody who has Tourette's, but, or like somebody who has fucking like, uh, schizophrenia or something. He just keeps repeating all these strange thoughts that he has in his head. He like, it's like, he's a Coke addict, but he's not on Coke. He's on caffeine. Cause he's like a, one of those caffeine addicts. Like he always has a triple shot espresso in front of him. So just completely addicted to coffee. I'm so thankful that I don't do coffee at all. Um, so yeah, what else? I want to say, uh, yeah, check out my website uh, with the most narcissistic name ever created, stephanjackson.ca. But uh, I mean, that's the way you got to do it these days just to, because you got you to gotta get the URL that represents your name. I've been lucky enough that I was able to get all my URLs. I didn't have to, because nobody spells Stefan with an A they all spell it with an e so and uh it's just you don't usually have stefan jackson apparently it's a rare name combination because it's like a greek name with an african-american last name so it's like uh you don't see them together a lot yeah. the name it's super rare and um so what else what else i thought of a new funny character that i'm going to be making skit videos on because uh, i was inspired a little bit by dakota 
by Dakota's page. And I thought of this really funny character that I'm going to do some skit videos on. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was selling my BMW. I sold my car. I haven't talked about that on the podcast yet. Oh, man. That was a crazy day. Uh, I have this BMW that is... It has 280,000 kilometers on it. So I would have expected some sort of a master mechanic guy, an older guy to come and be like, like, I can fix this. I can change the engine so that I can reset the freaking mileage and just use the body and redo the, because I didn't want to put that much time into it. And I don't have an engine lift and because it needed a tranny, but it would still run. And I had just redone the battery I'd fixed all the doors, so all the doors and windows worked really well. They had latches. Um, I changed the blower motor, so all the heat and AC and everything worked really good. Um, and it had a new battery. Did I say that already? It has a new alternator. I just changed the fuel pump. I changed the fuel filter. So he was getting his money's worth, but it was not the type of buyer that I was expecting. I've sold lots of cars on Kijiji, by the way. Um, have you ever owned a car? You have not? Okay, you know what? Of course, I went to the bathroom before the episode, but I'm go- I gotta go to the bathroom again, so I'm just gonna let you, you can either be silent, or if you think of anything to talk about, feel free. Just talk, or don't talk. I'll be right back. No what problem. What kind of music do you like? I don't really know what to talk about. Um, I could say funny words, like, I don't know. <laughs> I know there's all, yeah. It's like all of you. Man, uh, sorry I'm not entertaining. I'm just good with IT stuff. really gets to the place I want it to be, I'm going to eventually have a tune here that I can just suck the pee out of me. <laughs> a catheter, that's what that's called. No way. I would be the first podcast that has a catheter inserted while while broadcasting. That would be horrible. Like you got your following. It's like, you know that guy who has um, a catheter? Yeah, the catheter. <laughs> He's a complete psycho. Check out his podcast. Oh, shit. Spotify's looking for that. We can give you a hundred million dollars. Right? Yeah. Give me a hundred million. Ah, so um, talking about that BMW. Um, man, my list is absolute garbage. <laughs> well, like, well, one of my points. Oh, actually, you know what? Talk about selling BMW. One of the points on my list is shit smearing. Shit smearing. That's all the all the the point is. <laughs> How am I supposed to figure that out? I must have been too high. To figure out what that even meant. Oh yeah, so I talked about Krista Elia and how I think he's like a coke addict, but he does coffee. And anyway, the BMW um, sold it, didn't expect those buyers, and then I ended up having some issues. I'm still concerned about it, so this can be a like a uh, something that'll store the moment. Is that? Uh, let me just check. We're still recording here. Um, if I, if I get assaulted or if I get robbed I haven't been robbed yet 
Although, I, did I tell you about the guys who came and tried to steal the thing out of my backyard? Me and my no. Me and my friend were just hanging out here in the garage, mm. and um, um, we start hearing a truck pull up, and there's two cops out in the alley for we don't know why. Yeah. But they're just parked out there, which is already unusual. That's why we're paying attention. And this truck pulls up and starts trying to take um, that like that uh, washing machine that I have over there. Mm-hmm. You know how I have that nice Maytag washing machine? Yeah. They they start and then I look through the garage window and I'm like. I'm just looking at him, and then they see me. <laughs> and I'm like, and they're like, hey, can we take this? I was like, no. <laughs> no, you can't take that. So I wasn't sure if those guys were related to the car buyers, but I had to block the car buyer's number <clears throat> because they were like getting mad at me and stuff because, because I mean, they were having issues with the vehicle, but like, you saw them that day. We were all there the day that I sold the vehicle. Mm. Uh, remember how they were driving it? They were just ripping around. And uh, and not to mention, when I sold it to them, I said I told them about the issues. And I said, no, I, I, I didn't even let them take it for a test drive. I said, you can't test drive it because it's got issues. Mm. And he bought it anyway. And he still complained. So. But yeah. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of BMWs. Uh, I've. I've really, really run a number. I'm like, I'm only 27, but when I was 17, I got my first car, which was a 1986 black BMW uh, 320i. 1986. And um, and then I had that one for a year. I cleaned it up, waxed it, sold it. I, I bought it for 500 bucks. And then I sold it for, for 1200. Yeah, 1986 320i, black, in black, it was nice. And uh, waxed it and sold it. Black always waxes up nice. And then after that, I bought a... Uh, that's the one. That's a gray one, but that's the one. And after that, I had a 525i 1992 in white. And that one I got from a guy who was moving to Vancouver from Saskatoon, just a young guy. When I got it, I uh, there was used condoms all over the back seat. And it was just, just horrendous. He was active. Yeah, yeah, active. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, black interior, white exterior, beautiful. The 1992 525i is amazing. It's back before they were really segregating their 5 Series, and the lower 5 Series were a lot better. And then in the later 90s, they started putting all their features into the higher ones, and then they had like the 520s, the 525s that were basically like a Honda Civic. But in the, in the earlier 90s, they were very nice. My 525i had, had heated seats. It had heated steering wheel. It had everything. Beautiful car. Uh, it was a three three liter engine, and then after that one, so and then I had that one for two years. So now I'm, I'm just about to, so I started driving when I was sixteen. Had the black one, sold it in six months. Now I'm graduating. I sell the white one, the white five twenty five i, and then I get a burgundy five forty i, nineteen ninety seven, and at this point I'm seventeen. Beautiful car, burgundy on the outside, tan leather interior on the inside. So super rare colors. And uh, so I love that one. That one had all the features too. Um, then I sold that one. So I've got that one for, for 8600 which is quite a bit. And, uh, but it was worth more. And then, oh no, we talked him down. We got it for, we got it for 6600 And then we sold it for 8600 So this is where we started doing good. So the black one I sold. Then we bought the white one. The white one I totaled on a bridge. So, but here's the thing. I only paid 1900 bucks for the white one. I got it totaled. I got forty five hundred from the insurance company for the from for the car. 
So it made huge money. So I, I with my 4500 went out and I found this 540i in Regina, which was a super good deal. And uh, my mom paid the other three or the other 2000 to top it up to 66. And I got this, this 540i. That car was good. I'm not talking about any of the issues with the cars, but the white one had an engine block screw missing. So when I would brake or when I would accelerate, the whole car would go, it would just make a huge thud. Uh, the black car had obviously issues because it was 80s. It, seats were torn up and it didn't hardly ran, but uh, got managed to get rid of it. Somebody who may have restored it. And then the 540 was good. Uh, I can't remember what the issue was with it. It had an issue with the computer system, I think. So it, it, most of its functions on the dash didn't work. Sold that car. I didn't crash that car. I sold that car for 8,600. So I made two grand on that. So now I'm 19, just starting university. And I had a few other jobs where I, I had, I think I had worked and made about 10 or 20 grand. And then I sold that car. So then I had about a little over 20 grand. And so then what I did was I started looking for more BMWs because I, because of obviously when you crash them, you make money apparently. And, um, um, so I wanted to get another BMW just in case I ever crashed it. So I found another rare BMW that was undervalued. I had to go to Calgary to get it, but it was a millennium. So a 2000 M5 black on black. So black outside, black interior, five liter, 410 horsepower engine amazing car i got that one for ten thousand cash i hopped on a plane myself and went there with ten thousand cash in a backpack and uh and bought that m5 and uh I, then i drove that for four years while i was in university and ended up selling it for twelve thousand nine hundred i bought it with one hundred and sixty thousand kilometers sold it with two hundred and twenty thousand kilometers and i sold it for twenty nine hundred more than i bought it for and then using that money the twelve nine uh, and some extra that I had from working as an engineer during university, I, I started what I have now, which is, I guess, buying, buying houses and kind of real estate, real estate stuff. So really my, my good decisions, and this is why I always gripe on people who make bad decisions with their purchases on cars. They go out and buy a $50,000 Dodge truck for their first purchase of their life. And then they're, they're paying the finance. They're paying for that their whole life. I essentially leveraged my good decisions with cars into what ended up being where I live. So it's like, you know, you got to make good decisions with your cars. Can't undervalue. Like, cause that, that first $25,000 that you have and what you do with it can really change your life, you know? So yes. Yeah, speaking of st funny stories about my parents, mom, you're going to hate me. That's why I waited until 50 minutes. <clears throat> so, uh, I was at one of your friend's houses once and, uh, we took, we took my car there, my BMW, and you remember I was at the 525 at the time. And you remember how I like to sit in that one and and I all of them I like to just sit in them. Uh, but we were at their house and I got fed up with the adult conversation and their kids were too young for me to go and hang out with. So I was just sitting in their garage in the BMW. I think I was cleaning it at the time. I would always sit in there and clean it. Uh, and your friend... I love podcasting. This is why I do it. This is the moment. Um, I'm sitting in the garage, minding my own business, listening to Akon. You know Akon? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was the big guy before Drake. Uh, and uh, I, I wish I could reference. Can, can you sing any of his raps? He's got that one with Elton John. He always rap like this, like real high up. 
yeah. and he'd always talk about the streets even though i heard he was like a british rich guy british? british i think akon is british i might be wrong though dude sorry if i fucking got it wrong again but i know he was posh he was he wasn't i don't think he was raised on the streets as far as i heard but so the punchline here it is i'm sitting in the car and your friend comes out slides what i sounds like a plastic container out from under this shelf sits on it and starts taking a shit in the shop back in the garage while i'm sitting right beside them i'm looking at this drunk person sitting in the garage with me taking a shit in a shop back <laughs> that one was a little bit scarring i was like okay maybe not, not all of my parents friends are trustworthy i need to reevaluate what type of people these people are <laughs> Most of their friends are awesome, though. My friends, ha my parents have tons of friends who are all awesome, but they have some that weren't so awesome. <laughs> Decades ago. Decades ago. That's a story that came out of nowhere. Uh, I actually have a funny story about Akon. Oh, we got an Akon story. Let's hear it. So, this was however long ago, but Akon came to Trinidad. Um, yeah. Um, so... You know, you can take this story however you want it. Yeah. But, um, so he went to an 18 plus, uh, he was playing at an 18 plus, uh, club. And a girl who was 14 at the time yeah. snuck into the club. Standard. And Standard. so, you know what, um, you know what take a wine is? Take a wine. Oh, um, twerk. Twerk. Um, so the girl goes up on, so she's 14. She's twerking. And is at an 18 plus and mm -hmm. she's drunk out of her mind. Mm -hmm. So she, uh -oh. yeah, so e like the way, so Econ and her, you know, do whatever they have to do on the stage. Grinded. And, well, yeah, it Grinded was. On that I could show you the video. It was. Oh, we could have a video, hey? Yeah, let's, let's, we can listen to it. Uh, we can listen to it, but we can't put the, obviously the video on thing. So if you go ahead and pull it up and uh, play it, and we can listen to just the, the audience background noise, and I can watch it. Mm. And, uh, we just won't put it on video. So. That's funny. You'd expect stuff like that to happen, you know? Oh, we got, you found it quick. This is a big thing in Trinidad, like, so that's the 14-year-old girl, that's Akon. Oh my goodness. So, you can kind of tell how, uh... That's a little bit sexually suggestive. Yeah, no, yeah, like... That's not Akon's fault, but I imagine that he probably had to get some lawyers for that. that he, he keeps lawyers yep. on retainer for that reason. So, it's so like, but that's crazy. That's yep. crazy, man. So... But you, you really expect that. Oh my god, dude, he keeps that's on, that's, is she the other way now? Yeah. He's straight up dry-humping her on this... Oh, yeah. he fell over. Nah, I think he's getting rid of her. Holy shit, man. And then he goes on to the next woman. Oh, we got a new woman. But so y you get the general idea of yeah. Holy shit. That's a that's a what you call a litigation issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, so um did you hear that Pornhub gave out free uh, memberships during the pandemic? Yep. You heard about that? Did you, did you capitalize on that? No, I didn't either. I don't use Pornhub, so. I'm not gonna think Pornhub. I use a different site. <laughs> My cheeks hurt, dude. That Acon thing was good. Oh. So, um, oh, what else was I gonna talk about? Oh yeah. Um, I was gonna talk about. Um, um, a video I wanted you to pull up. Speaking of rappers, or speaking and speaking of funny videos, oh, but what, what music video was it? It was one of his big ones. Is it Akon? No, no, it's Drake. It's and and he does a funny thing in one of his most recent music videos. 
what's what is his most popular track just pull pull those up and uh and then tell me them and i'll i'll find it and then uh in his music video he hits his head on a car on a lift and nobody knows notices it it shows how bad the the video editors are from for music videos <laughs> he bumps his head on this car in the music video and nobody notices yeah so just find some of drake's most recent ones there's songs god's plan in the feeling yeah. there's one dance passion fruits there's um the newer ones with um with future drake young thug yeah but those i guess those are audio yeah um do you know which album it's from no no um if i show you a picture um, of the albums what if like yeah well you know what fuck um was it the let me just look one? at my list here because it's, yeah. it's on his newest album yeah pull up his newest album okay uh and i think it's called scorpion or is it called scorpion i remember seeing scorpion there yeah scorpion yeah. okay let me just it wasn't god's plan it might have been non-stop mm-hmm. i think it was it was non-stop so if you pull up non-stops uh music video and just play the song really because it's a good song so just play it and we'll just keep talking and maybe you'll see it he should be in a mechanic shop man it's gonna come to me later and i'm gonna be so pissed you know we got a laughs out of it anyway but yeah there's a music video where drake hits his head on a car on a lift and uh they don't even edit it out so it's like yeah i had that on my list because i thought it was funny but i don't have the fucking video ready it's probably saved in my youtube or something but i uh or on my facebook videos but i have i have way too many of those lists Hey, have you? Uh, what's your favorite breakfast place in the city? You ever go out for breakfast or anything? I've been to one place in Greenfields. Greenfields. Oh yeah, that's classic. That's classic. You know the art gallery? Art gallery. I have not been. No. What's it called again? Fucking. It's got a weird name. Rami. Rami Art Gallery. Yeah. They had a funny story about Rami. They uh, they have a breakfast place in there that opened. It opened right when they when the gallery opened, and. Um, it's called Shift, I think Shift, and it's a breakfast place there in the gallery. And uh, we went there on day's opening of the gallery just because we wanted to walk in, and we knew that Shift was opening, and it was like a, ch- a freeway where you could get into the gallery and just, oh, I'm just going into the restaurant. Yes. So we checked out the bottom floor of the gallery and then went to the restaurant, and um, I thought it was going to be amazing because it's obviously a breakfast place on the river in a new art gallery. Yeah. I had the chef when he made his food. He came out and watched me eat it. And it was a breakfast. Yeah. It was a breakfast. So I was at shift. And uh, so me and Daniela go there. And we're the only people there. Mm. And um, I order what's called a shakshuka. 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 Mm. And uh, it's a breakfast dish that has eggs. And it's a rice bowl. And uh, um, I forget what else is in it. Lobster or yeah, yeah, like some. It's a fancy. It's a fancy oh, breakfast right. dish, and uh, oh man, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. He and I and I. I've heard that this is what they do at fancy restaurants because they use free run, um, super healthy chicken eggs. Yeah. So they don't have. They barely cook them. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I like my eggs pretty well cooked. Like just short of, I like them to be hard and then just have a little bit of yolk in there that's runny. But mo- like some of the yolk is hardened. Yeah. So like a medium egg. This egg wasn't even cooked. The, it was just like he had just put it into the water till it turned white and took it out. And uh, and same goes for all the meat that was in the dish. And uh, yeah, it was like a $20 breakfast bowl. 
and uh, well, I mean, you know, you get shrimp and lobster or whatever's in the. I should I should look it up. What's, What's in a breakfast shakshuka bowl? Twenty dollars, and that's what you get, like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lentils, jalapenos. It's a fancy bowl. You know, it's mostly an egg bowl though. And uh, yeah, he fucked it up. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So not to shit on you, shift, but up your game a little bit. <clears throat> I haven't even been to the art gallery yet. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know there was an art gallery in Saskatoon. Yeah, they just built one. They wasted more of our fucking tax money. <laughs> like, why do we need an art gallery? Um, I love leading into topics that I wanted to talk about, and then we stumble into them. This is what I love about podcasts. So they're planning on building that stadium downtown. I wonder, I wonder, you know, a lot of people have opinions on that. Um, I wonder where they're going to build it. Uh, like, I hope they do it downtown right there by all those useless grain elevators that make all of our downtown dusty as fuck right by Syast. Yeah. They need to move. Uh, my opinion on this is that Syast needs to move out of the ghetto. They're on Idlewild. That's the worst road in our city. Um, they Sias needs to move to the field yeah. here by our university, just like they did in U of R. Uh, make a new building there, and um, that whole zone needs to be a stadium for future NHL team in Saskatoon. Mm. Yep, we almost had it happen. Even even we almost had it happen. All it takes is one rich guy. We almost had it happen in the '90s when the Winnipeg Jets folded. Yeah, they almost became the Wait, it was yeah. Winnipeg Jets almost came here, mm. and when they folded in in the early late '90s, right after Solani, mm. Timu Solani, uh, was an amazing rookie that they had. I don't know how many people know about Timu Solani's rookie year at Winnipeg, because they know him just as a great player for the the 15. He had kind of a short career, but the 15 years he was in the NHL, he was a great great player. But he didn't make any of the top lists in terms of overall stats. But he has the best rookie year of any player to ever play in the NHL. Does anybody else know this? There's a documentary on it. Uh, in his rookie year, he got over 100 goals, which is absolutely unheard of in, in modern-day hockey. Uh, so check that out. Timu Solani. Uh, I, I, I did lose what we were talking about, though. Oh, NHL teams. Um, yeah, after Timu Solani, this, the, the Winnipeg was like, we want more because Timu went somewhere else. And they're like, we want more uh, of like this exciting Timu. And they couldn't get it, so people started, and then people stopped coming, and they lost their NHL team. And then St. Louis was also losing their NHL team at the time, and they, they were the the real rumors. That's why I, I I mixed up the stories there. I noticed as I was saying them, because uh, we almost had what was called the Saskatoon Blues, and they that would have been St. Louis's team, which St. Louis is still surviving, and that's the team actually that Chandler plays on, and they just won the Stanley Cup. So speaking of St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues were going to be the Saskatoon Blues. And now the best player from Saskatoon that I grew up with, I didn't grow up with him, I, I, but I grew up with Eric Gravett. He lived across the street from me. He played in the NHL for a few years. and uh, But they would never let me go and play on their backyard rink. Eric is, a, is four years older than me, so I wasn't good enough really. I would have gotten the way. I Maybe they were worried I was going to get hurt. Um, but anyway, Chandler, yeah, now he's on the St. Louis Blues. The best guy, our best players from Saskatoon are now on St. Louis when they should be on the Saskatoon Blues. Crazy. You know, I, I'll just tell you a little bit about this this guy. Like, And this is what how amazing Canadian hockey is. 
Saskatchewan has a million people. And I was always confused by this while I was young. Because Saskatchewan has a million people. There is, what is there, 95 million people in California? Like, something like that. It's crazy. So we have nobody here. Um, and, and, well, you know, I mean, there's, I know there's special cases you could use, like Kopitar is from Slovenia or wherever he's from. It starts with a K, Kazakhstan or whatever, where they don't even have a hockey rink there, and he's like one of the best NHL players in the world. So I get that there's more standout cases, but Chandler, like the other year, and people, he's he, they don't want to pay him too much because he's not a household name, so they underplay it. But I know that that okay, McGregor, McDavid is bigger than him and faster than him, but but Chandler he carried the St. Louis Blues to the Stanley Cup victory. This happened two years ago. He got paid less than a million per season. Yeah. I, he maybe got bonuses. I will bet you that he got some bonuses that are completely off the books and we could never understand. Yeah. I don't even want to know because like, I don't know the guy anymore. But um, he deserves it. But you know, his contracts were probably only one million while, while, McGregor, while, while McDavid has, has probably five or four or whatever. Chandler carried that team to the Stanley Cup victory in the Stanley Cup final or the, the semi-final, like the, essentially the most important two games of the season. He got a hat-trick. Three goals in one game. Yeah. Do you know how unheard of it is to get a hat-trick in, in those finals? Yeah. When, you watch, I, when you watch them, the level of play of the Stanley Cup finals, it's a completely different sport from regular hockey. And it just makes sense with with the way that he delivered in the, in those games. He's because I remember growing up with him. He was the be best player in Saskatchewan, and it shows we have a million people, and how 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 much we dominate. Because he's not the only one from Saskatchewan who's an NHL player. There, so what is it? There's 900 NHL players, so not even a thousand in the league. 30 teams with about 30 players each, and and maybe 20% of them come from Saskatchewan. No, that's a lot. But like. 20% of them definitely come from Western Canada. Yeah. So how does that make sense? It, like, that's crazy to me. But anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out to all those amazing hockey players that I think are underpaid. And I know that you're carrying your teams and nobody's noticing it. Um, really, really the main one is just Chandler. Uh, he was always the most exceptional player I played with. Ryan Nugent Hopkins too. He's from BC area. But I played with him in the Max tournament, uh, which is a large AAA tournament here in Western Canada, which is it's the best kids in the world. Let's get real. The kids from Russia come. The kids from everywhere come. It's in Calgary. I played with Nugent Hopkins, who's on the Oilers right now, and Eberly in that tournament. And I remember that they were pretty impressive. I got tossed over by Nugent Hopkins. Here's the story that I always tell everybody that I, I'm glad to tell. is um, It's really just me being embarrassed. But at the time, I was a first year in AAA. So, God, and that's what's so crazy about it. When he was a first-year, he, so he was 15, I'm 15, and he actually might have been younger than me. He might have been 14. That's your first year when you leave minor hockey and you go into what's called a larger league. It's still, it's still minor hockey, but AAA is considered like a kind of a more advanced league. Yeah. And um, so I'm on the fourth line at the time. So I'm not, so there's lines in hockey. One, two, three, four. Four. So there's four lines of forwards, three each, and then four lines of defensemen or three lines of defensemen. Mm -hmm. 20, 21 to 23 players. So my first year AAA, I'm a fourth liner. Uh, so I finally get on the ice. I would only usually get about five minutes a period or less. And um, 
I finally get on the ice and I end up I, I end up in the corner and I, I, I wasn't watching him because I didn't know about him at the time. Nobody knew he was going to be yeah. what he was. But I remember there was just like Dane Minch. Dane Minch, sorry, I know you ended up nowhere. But I remember when you played minor hockey with me, you and Favreau, Grey Eyes, and Hood. I remember all of you guys. You guys all should have went to the NHL. Um, but I remember meeting Dane, uh, playing with Dane Minch for the first time. And the level of strength that he had that was above everybody else at the highest level of hockey, he was at this different place um, in terms of quickness and strength. And Nugent Hopkins was next level to even that. I went to the corner with him. Before I knew it, somehow I was on my head. He, he, gave, me a, he gave me a little kick to the back of my skate. And then he... I know that players, defensemen, always just kind of shove their sticks down on the, the, the forwards in front of the net. That's like a standard trick. But the way that he did it at full speed with me going into the corner and he just chopped my back foot, gave me a little pants, and I was on my back and he was gone with the puck. And that was the only exchange I ever played, the only play I ever played with Nugent Hopkins. After that, he got three or four goals and uh, we lost, of course, three or four. I think it was three or four to two. We gave them a good game. They ended up going on to win the tournament. Um, but we they only beat us by one or two and he got every goal. And he was 14 all the first liners are 16 17 at the time so that's a there's a big difference between a 14 year old and a 16 year old unless you are a seriously phenomenal athlete <sighs> anyway it's weird to remember some of those athletes when you were younger but anyway i'm glad to give a shout out to all those martinsville guys who are martinsville they're the best players coming out of our province if you want to talk about the center four league and some of those rural leagues that we have here in our province saskatoon and regina have strong minor leagues but really, our best players come from rural, and we know that. Like Cody Cave, he just died of that brain brain tumor at 27 or 26, and he was in the NHL. He's from Central Saskatchewan. Um, um, that Center Four League. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, those guys from Martinsville. Martinsville is an amazing town now, just turned into a city. Uh, but you guys have the best hockey league. I heard that Martinsville recently combined with Warman, which is just unfair <laughs> to make like a Triple A team, but. Yeah, I'm not necessarily up on all my minor hockey, but yeah, good job, small towns in Saskatchewan for creating the best hockey players in the world somehow. <sighs> yeah, hockey, hockey, hockey. Shakshuka. Um. Yeah. But yeah, like another way that I feel when I get into those fights online. This is, it's funny, I thought of an analogy the other day about the way that I feel when, when I fight with somebody on Twitter or let's say Facebook is the method of communication is like, I know people think it's legit because it's, it's written kind of like a book would be written, but the way that people communicate on there, uh, sometimes when I'm arguing with people and because people are so bad at communicating and so bad at grammar and so bad at outlining what they're even trying to prove, it's mostly just people slapping each other back and forth, like like you know like my insult's better than your insult and it, nothing's really happening uh it's like it's literally when you see two people fighting on facebook they might as well be sent they might as well be com communicating in morse code they might as well be sending smoke signals at each other that just say fuck you because they're not getting any messages across neither of them are are even reading the other person's message they're just like reading it until they see an insult and then writing their insult back just just a fucking waste of time but anyway, I think that's an hour and 15 minutes, so we'll call it quits for episode six. Sorry for all the, the blank space when I ran out of things to talk about. But uh, 
yeah, not a lot going on. Pretty pretty depressing out there uh, in the world right now, especially with all the riots and uh, and all the racially charged civil unrest. Um, what do I think is going to happen? What do we think is going to happen? Uh, I don't know. You know, we got that election coming up. Oh, I, that's what what else I wanted to bring up was that convenient. Did you notice that they did that NASA launch? I don't know how long they were planning this. Okay, and this is again maybe me just talking shit. But they, I I know that they tentatively plan launches, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey guys, launch in a few days. We're ready." What are the what a coincidence that and it really makes me look at NASA NASA as such a patsy and almost like a, a second derivative propaganda machine for the government because um I hadn't heard anything about a NASA launch and maybe I'm just out of the loop but I hadn't heard anything about them planning any big launches and then all this civil unrest happens where literally police stations are getting burnt down and then all of a sudden while all that's happening and the like I thought the people should be focusing we should be using our military to combat this this civil unrest we should be doing they should be doing all kinds of shit like that but instead of any of the news media focusing on the riots and why are the why are they rioting why are people acting like animals because people are acting like animals um instead of the government being why is that happening they're like hey look over here yeah. look over here a rocket so I, I, you know, maybe they announced it two months ago that they were going to launch the rocket on May 30, 30th or wherever, whenever it launched yesterday. Maybe they announced it five months ago. But even then, I'm still suspicious. They would have had to announce it a year ago. The date will be May 31st, May 30th. And then I would let go of this conspiracy theory because even if it was, even if they announced it six months ago, they may have still known about the civil unrest coming from coronavirus, mm. let alone a new Rodney King beating happening yeah. or worse. So they're using it as a distraction piece. Mm. It's interesting to see the federal chess game play out. When when I was younger, I never used to understand it, but I feel like I kind of do, mm. but it's even hard. And then even if you think you figure things out, it's impossible to convince anybody else that, you, that what you think is happening might be happening. Mm. Things don't get proven usually until 20 or 30 years later. But... Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, like the Kennedy assassination still isn't hasn't unfolded. Nobody still knows what happened with that one. So, yeah, um, yeah, fuck. What else is going on? I know this is gonna get listened to by whoever is the fucking maker of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Getting sick of you, man. Reply to me. I and I'm sick of you making all these posts showing here's all the podcasts in Saskatchewan and leaving me out when there's a podcast that ha- on your list that has like two episodes. I think you're just mad that I said there was no competition in the province. There's competition, but that doesn't, I don't mean there's not as many much competition as in LA, man. Like, um, um, there's, there's, there's podcasts that have like two episodes that are on your network or podcasts where they talk about knitting. Like, how about you have a proper socially conscious comedy podcast on your network and reply to me. So anyway, plus you have 300 followers. No, I shouldn't have said that. I don't want to get at odds with the network because I guess you could, anyone, this is the thing. Okay. It's begun. This is the thing is anybody could create the network. He doesn't have the network. There is no network. The network is whoever you want to be in your network yeah. and the network. Fuck dude. I'm so glad we got it. We, we, we fell into this topic. The network, the network that matters will be the network that has the best podcasts. Yeah. 
okay? And what I'll tell you is he doesn't have bad ideas, good stories on his network. Mm. And they're the best podcast in Saskatoon. Yeah. He, he has Friendless, which is, is the best as well. Best comedian in, from our city that has a podcast. He has On Her Shoulders, which is pretty good. He has, I don't want to leave anybody out, the ones that I like. He has YXE Underground, which is, they have the most followers. Okay, like so. But that's just because he interviews people at, at nursing homes and stuff. And like, so all the old old ladies and stuff follow his page. You know, he he's a good podcaster. He's a good speaker. He has a media degree. But his podcasts aren't funny or they're not entertaining. So they're entertaining if what you're looking for is what is, is to hear how it's going in the nursing homes. Yeah. But if you're looking to, to, to hear about current social shit and hear somebody who's going to talk without a filter that's there's nowhere else to go right now yeah so yeah any oh, but and then anyway so it's like pretty much to start a page that says i'm the sas podcast network is very strange he has a sponsorship from the credit union which he must just know somebody there but uh and i don't even know if they give him any money but um uh he yeah he has 300 followers which is like how can you consider yourself the network? YXE Underground, I don't know if they're buddies. I, YXE, I think, is on his thing. But uh, YXE Underground could just start a page and he could invite everybody from his current page to like his podcast network page. And he could call it, instead of calling it Saskatchewan Podcast Network, he could call it SK Podcast Network. Or he could call it anything. It doesn't have to be related to our province. He could call it the, the fucking, you know, he's yxc underground so like something that relates to his name he could start his own podcast network and just not have it be demographic geographically locked yeah and and if he has the best ones like like good ideas bad stories most entertaining this one which i like to think is it's longer than the other ones it has more episodes it's on the podcast catchers he has a bunch on his that aren't even on the podcast catchers so not a bunch but i think there's one for sure so but i was frustrated about that he was the only person i've you know i've reached out to lots of people for all the guests that i plan to have on all the different academics and people who are doing good shit like that gardening thing i've had amazing uh responses like for everybody's responding everybody wants to come on uh he that's the one that i didn't get any response from he it might be i, I don't know which i don't know who owns it i don't know which pod he but i think his podcast is on the network his, him his or hers podcast is on the network so it's like um might be some some sort of spiteful activity going on there i don't know i don't want to speculate or cause any rumors or start any fights but he can't be that busy there's no reason he shouldn't have responded to me everybody dakota ray is fucking hilarious and she has a thousand subscribers on youtube thousand subscribers on youtube impressive and she responded to me same day so how about some respect so anyway hour and 20 good stuff uh we're gonna be back for episode seven might be with some new people might just be another solo we'll see all right i guess i gotta fix my studio because one of my beams are undersized so we'll get to that thanks for listening everybody thanks to great western for supplying the fuel oh and the shirts here's the shirts better view i guess i showed them already okay see you later Thanks for listening, and 
any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes, and we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talk.